and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, as it's July, I'm doing the Jaws movies. So here we have it, Jaws the Revenge. At the bottom of the barrel was scraped with Jaws 3D, so this is now the floor on which the barrel is sitting on. Rushed out in nine months. That's writing, directing, editing, etc., etc. And this movie was so bad, they couldn't even get Dennis Quaid to return. So, okay. This is also one of Michael Caine's notorious paycheck movies. He got $1.5 million for one week of work. He had himself a little holiday and a shiny new home. With a shark out for revenge, somehow, even though in Jaws 2, it stated sharks don't take things personal. Anyway, let's just jump into this. This is Jaws the Revenge. With its $23 million budget, this thing pulled in $51.8 million. Starring Lorraine Gray, Lance Guest, Maribon Pebbles and Sir Michael Caine. Directed by Joseph Sargent. The plot, it's Christmas. So a great white shark thinks it's a perfect time to seek out and kill the Brody clan once and for all. It takes out the youngest son, Sean. So sends Mother Brody out in an insane quest to kill the fish before it kills her and indeed the rest of her family members. Along the way, she is romanced by a bug nuts pilot. Soon he's in the sights of the killer fish also. Can she kill this thing once and for all? What happened to Chief Brody? He was killed off screen. How does she have a psychic link with a fish? Who cares? Before I slice into this rotten carcass of a fish, I want to bring up the fact that writers and producers never saw Jaws 2 or 3. So, when they ask Roy Scheider to return, he says, quote, Satan himself couldn't get me to come back to do Jaws 4. That's a hard no then. They couldn't even get Dennis Quaid back, and this is his height of the fucking cocaine. Also, Michael Caine couldn't pick up his Oscar in person due to the tightness of this fucking filming schedule. And one more thing, why did LGN make a Nintendo Entertainment System video game of this crappy ass movie? And indeed, it's a shitty game, so there we have it. It's a fucking shit on top of shit on top of shit. I thought the movie opens up on shots of the shark coming in a bay with, I'm guessing, its head out of the water, as the shark spends most of the fucking time with its head out of the water. And this goes on for a painfully long two and a half minutes. Padding much! Right onto the eye of a fish being fried by Ellen Brody, once again played by Lorraine Gray. This was her last movie. In fact, she might have retired to do this movie. Weird fast-forward editing as she grabs a sauce bottle out of the fridge. Who the fuck edited this person? I mean, edited this movie, rather. She gets her youngest son, Sean, played by Mitchell Anderson. He's a deputy of the town. So, what happens to him being a cowboy? Who cares? Anyway, she gets him to cut vegetables as they're making some sort of fish pasta thing. They're discussing buying Christmas trees. Didn't I mention this is a Christmas movie? Because it is. So, they can even sit during July or fucking August, set it in December. Everything is wrong with the script. Mike calls, and here we get a huge data dump. He's a marine doctor working in Barbados, and he has a wife and child. 
after dinner, Sean, his mother and his girlfriend Tiffany, played by uh, Mary Smith, goes out Christmas shopping. Sean's called away to deal with Driftwoods. It's a trap! As the shark waits in the shallows for Sean to clear it away, it chops out of his arm in a flurry of blood and teeth. Then kills Sean after ripping apart the boat. No one can hear him because of Christmas carolers. A reason why Christmas should be fucking banned. Couldn't he have, oh, I don't know, drove the ship with one arm, but moving the fuck right on. Ellen IDs the chewed up body next morning. Now, looking out to sea, she tearfully wants revenge. Well, she would have if this fucking writer had a lick of common sense, but no. Up pulls Mike, now played by Lance Guest, uh, with kid and wife in tow. Uh, wait, why is Mrs. Taft? I don't find that very funny, woman. And Mrs. Kidner in the Brody's home. Didn't they hate Chief Brody? In fact, one fired him and the other one blamed him for the death of her son. So why is she socialising with these? Oh, moving the fuck out Anyway, the kid is Thea, played by Judith Barassa. And the wife is Carla, played by Karen Young. I love the fact Thea says... Uncle John is dead, you know, when he'll be coming back. Oh, God, that was terrible. Maybe on the shark love, but nope, he did. 12 minutes in, and this thing goes off the fucking rails. As Ellen tells Mike, it came for him. She then goes on to tell him she thinks the shark is out for the rest of her family. It wants revenge. She then demands he quit his job and never set foot in the water ever again. Something about a voodoo curse and how it killed Chief Brody, who wrote this shit. Uh, what the fuck was he on? Mike, however, wrongfully tells Ellen, great white sharks don't like warm water, they can't swim in it. Again, do some research, people. Great white sharks can swim in cold and warm water, they just prefer cold water better. Anyway, cut to Mike and Carla walking on a beach where Mike Midson just runs off. Who the fuck wrote this crap? One minute he's complaining how Sean was killed over driftwood, next minute he's running off. Kidding. Cut to Sean's funeral. Here Ellen is laughing, thinking back to baby Sean, by making his dad literally news footage from Jaws at 75. Mike then tells his mother to come with him back to Barbados. She quickly then agrees. Cut to them all on a ferry and hear Ellen burst into tears. Then the camera plans to driftwood that Sean was supposed to clear. Who in the fuck edited this, wrote this and directed this, indeed produced it? That is a terrible fucking zoom cut. Now in totally not a fake plane, the whole family fly down to Barbados. That's 2,289 miles and the voodoo shark falls them. So it must have jumped on one of the newfound fucking shuttles then. This is an introduction to Hoagie, played by Sir Michael Caine. He's a private plane pilot. Also in the book, he was a drug smuggler, but that was cut from this movie. Arriving at Mike's, Ellen has a hissy fit over Thea, using a rope swing to swing to and from a dock. A. You've just arrived. It took that shark a good while to arrive. And B. It's crystal clear water. Surely the fuck you could see a great white shark swing in it. Also, it's pretty shallow, so hmm... Mike then pulls Ellen away to show her Car uh, Carla's latest piece of artwork, which looks like a giant shark mouth. Was that supposed to say that Mike was supposed to be killed uh, as he's standing in the metal mouth? Anyway, cut to Ellen swimming. She gets 
out a little bit from the shore, then senses a shark. So she swims to shore. She's attacked and eaten in a flurry of blood and teeth. Not to worry, it's a nightmare. So was that the shark or her dream then? Hmm. Next day, Mike is in a little one-man yellow underwater submarine looking for sea snails. As on the boat, we meet Jake, his, I don't know, partner? Where the hell he is, actually? He's, um... A former marine doctor, but they haven't quite got their doctorate yet, so they have to do this thing for a few months. Anyway, where was I? Uh, anyway, yeah, Jake, played by Mario Van Peoples. He's on radio demanding Mike return as he's been in underwater all day with no bloody well luck. Also, there's some... T- some tension between these two, as it's alluded that Jake wasted money, um, but the research grant was given, even though it says much earlier in the movie that Mike had given this big, huge research grant to research uh, various sea snails and such. So where did the money go? Hmm? Moving on. It's Christmas Day. As prison's getting opened, Ellen walks off to mope. Mike goes out to comfort her. And here she demands he quit his job yet again. He says, no, there's nothing to worry about. Cut to old Josie Poo. Swing past the camera and this shark looks like shit. Ellen, while building some sandcastles, sits bolt upright. And she feels old Josie Poo's around her. So she has a psychic link with a fucking well shark. Anyway, up rose Hoagie to romance Ellen from his boat Mike watches on with jealousy. What the fuck's going on there? Here she tells him she knows the shark is out for her family. Hoagie then looks at her as she's fucking bugged. That's insane. But she's rich and he's in debt. So what the fuck? Next scene, the two are in the air in his little private plane. He tells her to take the wheel of the plane. But she doesn't as it plummets through the sky. She has no choice but to take the fucking wheel. Uh, mate, she just lost her son and husband. Might wait until you're in the well before you plot to kill her. Cut to them at a carnival. Meanwhile, on his boat, Mike has Jake in the little sub looking for snails. Ribbing stuff here, yes I know. Oh, Josie Poo sneaks up beside the sub and menaces Jake. So he didn't see this 25 foot fucking shark in crystal clear water coming for him. Okay then, old Josie Poo then jumps out of the water and starts eating Mike's boat. Ellen sings this, but of course she's in a zombie fit because, I don't know, voodoo, magic, psychic link, how the fuck she don't know. Seconds later she's dancing and demanding a drink. Who in the fuck wrote this crap? Ellen then returns home later at night, a little worse for wear, and cut to New Year's Eve. As a party in a casino with Hoagie losing all his money on one bad throw of the dice. Hoagie then dances with Ellen as Mike glares on. He knows all he wants is the money. During a dance between Mike and Ellen, she tells him she's finally over the session with the shark. He can return to his work. Also not to worry about Hoagie, she can handle him. Next day, Mike returns to the boat and he finds... Jake is making a transmitter to track track the Great White. Mike wants to do this, but Jake sees door signs in his eyes because apparently, as I said earlier, he wasted all the money. He thinks he can study this shark and get all this money and fame and la 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 la. Okay then. So Jake then talks Mike into it. Cut to Mike getting chewed out by his wife for not taking up the trash. 
Then he hits on her as she's in full welding gear, saying, I've always wanted to make love to someone an angry welder or some shit like that. Why the fuck? This was written by a paid writer, folks, not a ten year old and fucking hopped up with sugar. Who in the fuck wrote this garbage? And also the editing is all over the fucking place, Jesus Jinkies. Later Oh, and totally not a fucking water tank. Jake churns the water, so old Josie Poo out of the water to tag him. Old Josie Poo takes the bait and is then tagged. Cut to Ellen and Hoggy on a date as he asks her to go to the Caribbean for a weekend. On the water, Jake hunts for old Josie Poo, but he gives them the slip, so Mike quizzes Jake about Hoggy and he gets nothing from him. Anyway, old Josie Poo has given them the slip so Jake wants to return in the morning, but Mike has none of it. Cut to Ellen telling Carla about her date, so she tells her to go for it. It's been a while since Chief Brody has died. Uh, you've just buried your son less than three weeks ago, love. Maybe ease off in romance. That night, Mike has a nightmare about old Josipu and fuck this writer. Not one, but two nightmares. Next night, Mike is copied by his daughter as he just stares up into space filling with a pen. Ellen watches as Mike plays with his daughter. Nice try with the nostalgia here, but swing and a miss. This is not Jaws 75. Ellen then shares a beer with Mike and gets out of him what's wrong with him as he is now has insomnia. So, next morning, Mike is out on the mini-sub, and would you know, old Josie Poo attacks him. Mike swims to a sunken wreck as old Josie Poo falls, almost gets him until Mike uses his air tank as a quick getaway, no doubt causing a bad case of the Willie Will Benz. Again, how the fuck did he not see this huge shark sneak up on him? It has a heart monitor, and yet you couldn't see it till it was on top of you. Uh, didn't I say the shark looks like shit? Because it does. Also, it doesn't act like a fucking shark. It swims sideways, plus spends most of the time out of the fucking water. Uh, by the way, where is Ellen's psychic link all of a sudden? That night, Mike gets no sleep yet again. Wait, was that a nightmare or did that actually happen? Oh, wait, wait, wait. He has a bite mark on his arm. So what happened then? Okay. Next morning, Mike goes out in the water yet again to hunt snails. Wouldn't you get the fuck out of the water? That's now twice you've been almost eaten by a fucking great white shark. Get the fuck out of the water. Your dad was attacked. Your brother was attacked. Get the fuck out of the water. Anyway, at, at the beach, Carlos, Carlos Ron, hideous artwork is unveiled. Also here, old Joseph who attacks a banana boat with uh, her daughter on it. Too bad it misses. Really? I can't stand this fucking actress. Her voice would it fucking through me. Couldn't a shark have eaten her? But no, it takes out an unfortunate beachgoer. Ellen's psychic bond suddenly kicks in as she sees the shark about to attack. As the body sinks in a pool of blood, Ellen has had enough. She can't take no more. So she steals Mike's boat and rides out to sea to kill old Josephine once and for all. Mike returns home later that day to be told of the attack and how Ellen is out all alone, so she rushes out to save her. Out at sea and totally not a fake water tank, Ellen sees old Josie Poo and just about screams, What are you waiting for? Ugh. Meanwhile, Mike has roped in Jake and Hoggy to search for her, his mother. In the air, they spot her in trouble, so crash land in the water, old Josie Poo attacks and eat the small plane. Why the fuck not? 
Mike and Jake barely get away, but Hoagie is almost eaten. Not to worry, old Hoagie gets away, yet his shirt is bone dry. Anywho, Jake makes some sort of device, makes the shirt go haywire, he sticks it in the mouth, but falls in and is eaten. So Mike uses his device to make it go insane. It comes out of the water, full out of the water, the whole fucking body, and roars. Yes, folks, it roars. And note, this roar is used in Tom and Jerry cartoons. Ellen then rams old Joseph over the boat, hits it and it explodes. And note, as this shark sinks, it's the same footage from Jaws 1975. Oh, and Ellen has psychic flashes of stuff she couldn't possibly have seen, such as Chief Brody, smile you son of a... And Mike, doesn't know Mike, Sean rather, screaming for help. Anyway, the boat sinks and, oh yes, Jake is still alive to crack wise. Next day, Ellen pours a plane back to Amity as credits roll. So that was Jaws the Revenge, a complete bug nuts insane piece of donkey shit that should never be viewed by anyone. If I thought Jaws 3D took a shit on the franchise, I was wrong. This thing rightfully killed the fucking franchise. I'm going to give this thing a very rare zip. Zero, nada, nothing out of ten. This thing was painful to fucking well watch. How can an hour and 28 minute movie feel like fucking four hours? Still, come back next week as I look at Deep Blue Sea by public demand. Yes, folks, follow me on Twitter to vote for the movies I cover. Follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and also email me with suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Com. Check out my other franchise podcasts such as Piranha, House, Batman and more. Also my solo podcast of Christine, They Live, The Mist and many, many more. Hey, bye. And remember, I've watched these bad movies so you don't have to. Also, you're not only supposed to blow the bloody jaws off. God, that was a terrible Michael Keane.